Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Oh yeah, it's a Saturday morning and the skies have cleared, the fields are pretty wet, but we're watching the ladies' the women's, st- fantasy, women's camp? fantasy camp here up at St. Vincent College Get the Steelers. You know, here's, the, here's what today is, today okay. is all, right? Back in the day, all right, football had doubles, and you would be here on a Saturday morning watching the morning practice. Yeah. Now we're watching the women out here practicing at, at Women's Steelers Fantasy Camp. And I don't know, Max. I mean, you know, what's, what's it say about the, the nature of the NFL anymore? Uh, yeah, progress. Jukes. Progress. Progress. <laughs> hey, the women can do the work just as much as the men. That's so we right. Division of labor. Division of labor. Let, okay. the, let the ladies do it in the morning. Go. The guys are going to do it in the afternoon. Okay? All right. All right. We got <laughs> yeah. it. They're, they're putting on a show now. There's they a are. lot of enthusiasm out there. Is there not, yeah. my friend? Well, outside of the ones that are doing windmills as they go through the bags right here in this, this yeah. closest that's left true. quarter. That's true. I, I, I don't know if that is uh, – I don't know if that's an NFL technique. Yeah, I think there's more sashaying than sidestepping going on there. Yeah, ex- exactly. It, it, it's, it's more it's – more like a whoop type yep. of technique. I mean, if, that, if, that, if, that, if that's the technical term. We got, you know, the Steelers women's fans are so. Oh, the best. The greatest. The I best mean, in all the They NFL. are one of the most prominent uh, feminine uh, fan bases in the NFL. I, I, I would concur with that. I mean, even yesterday, because, you know, before everything got canceled yesterday, I was over at, I was over at uh, Latrobe Memorial. And I was uh, signing autographs for four to yes, five. Yes, you were. Oh, yes. Yep. The big cheese. Big shooter. Here we go. Max Starks over there signing autographs. Yes. And now tell us. So as I'm over there, it was a lot of women in line to get autographs that, you know, that had some crazy just stats and stuff to just spit at me. And so it, so it was awesome to see. They were like, are you going to be at Women's Fantasy Camp? I'm like, uh, we have to do the show live. So I cannot be there. And also, I don't want to get my shoes wet. Yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's the other thing. Because it's a very wet field out there. It is. And by the way, my shoes are a little bit still wet from yes, yesterday. See, see, that's why you bring a second pair, Wolf. You're right. Second pair. You you have no excuse when you go home today. I know it. I know it. You got to go bring home. back a second pair. Yeah, I know. I know. I or really just throw them in the back of the truck and yeah. then just, protocol like, should have been 
hey, throw us extra pair of shoes. And I don't know exactly. what I was thinking. You know, it's just one of those things that you overlook. Yeah, who needs two shoes? Well, who, you, who needs yeah, you know, when you hit your 60s, yeah, there's a lot of things that kind of slip through the cracks, <laughs> yeah, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> l- l- listen, but but you're here, you're a little soggy, but you're not salty. <laughs> That's, That's right. the biggest thing. <laughs> soggy but not salty. Yes. Well, where I'm getting salty is I got skunkified because oh, I was trying gosh. to go from yes. the locker room area over to the dorm after we got off the bus. Can I please set the scene? Please Can I feel please. free to. As a person who saw it from afar... So this is this is this is third port person point of view, right? Yes, yes, it is. So we we get rained out. After all, we rush over, get to the buses, get on the buses. We're wet, and it's just pouring yesterday. So if anybody that was up here yesterday or lives around, you know, it was bad yesterday. I mean, it was it was sideways sheets, thunder everywhere, lightning everywhere. And so we sat on the bus for about 40, 45 minutes right. until they finally called it, got the guys off the bus, and we sat there. They didn't tell us anything. <laughs> of course, they were like, well, are we still going? <laughs> are we still going? <laughs> and then and then finally when they make the decision, you know, uh, it was going to turn into a walkthrough. It was going to be indoors. And, you know, media wasn't technically allowed to shoot anything right. or anything. So we figured, oh, what, we'll get off. Point? So a lot of yeah. the media, we, we got off. But we ran right under the Rogers Athletic Center, like the little like opening. Overhang right, there. Yeah, a little overhang. And the guys got back on the bus. They bust out, went went to the went to practice. And it's just we were like, oh, we'll wait till it gets light. It never got lighter. No, it didn't. <laughs> right. It did. So we had to make an executive decision. Wolf was pondering. Yes. Okay, I would go over there right now if I didn't have my backpack. Right. And then I was like, hey Wolf. You can you can put your backpack on and throw your rain jacket over it, and I was like, I you can fit. And you go, I do it all the time. Yeah, I go, yeah, I do oh, it on the sidelines for the game. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, so so we get him all outfitted up. He he has he has a good quasi moto going right there, and I'm heading into the storm, baby, <laughs> riding out the storm. I mean, he's going full Lieutenant Dan into the storm right now. <laughs> Every everything but cursing the sky. <laughs> So he so he progresses down the steps like the Steelers normally would come from from the tr- from the locker room down to the field, and then he's along the the uh, the fence line of the baseball field, and <laughs> about what about twenty yards in, maybe even yeah yeah, yeah about twenty yards I, in. I, did, I noticed it a little late. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, it was you, closing on me. Yeah, you 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 had a proximity alert. Uh, yeah, immediately, and we see this skunk coming from up the hill. From the practice fields, and he's right in line with Wolf. Oh, right there. And, and, and Wolf is like, "What?" He kind of freezes, and then it was like a backpedal, like shuffle, and then and then the skunk moves a little bit away from him. Then he kind of comes up. Then he goes back. And <laughs> the skunk is going back and forth. The, hey, listen, the skunk was zigging and zagging. He it was. was. He was not trying to get tackled. It was like a streaker on a football field. It was amazing. And so Wolf is like kind of doing this this tango. With, with then he comes all the way back to the steps, and then the skunk kind of starts making a little trail away from him. So he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go." And then it kind of goes down the hill. Then he backs up, and he's doing like these hand signals as though he has wind in his hands, like some superpowers. He's trying to like waft the skunk away. 
left it. We're like, what are you doing? You guys are hooting and hollering and mind laughing you, your butts off. Mind you, I'm sitting up here with the rest of the media. It's like wax, lolly, everybody's up. But here's the thing. Wolf had just told everyone on the bus the story of his family being three family members being struck by lightning. Yes. So yes. now Wolf is standing in the middle of an open space. Yes. In a thunderstorm, waving and lightning. at a, and lightning, waving at a skunk <laughs> after he just told us the story. So you have to imagine just the hilarity and the amount of things we were saying up I there. Can, all I heard was this roar from the crowd up there. That <laughs> yeah. being you, Wexel, and all my other good buddies <laughs> yeah. from the media, right? And laughing your butts off at me as I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to face down the skunk. You know, I mean, it was like, it it was like Monty Python Search of the Holy Grail, you know, yeah. with two knights at the end. Yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> and the, skunk. The, the skunk's tail was facing you. Oh, so it was. You were, you were definitely in direct line I, for something I that happened. I would have gotten hosed. Yeah. Oh. Hosed, I tell you. And the rain would not have helped that. No. No. <laughs> the rain would not have helped that at all. Now, I can say this. I have an uncle, Uncle Bob, all right? We refer to him as the skunk whisperer. Okay. I have actually seen this man because he lives out in the country. He has taken... Uh, a little dish of water and put it out for a skunk, and the skunk has come up and been right, you know, and never been alarmed by it. It, it was a wild skunk and everything. But I'm not, okay? No, no, and I was no. not about to face down Pepe Le Pew in the middle of a lightning storm and hope that I didn't get hosed by, by something that smells like Limburger cheese. The, the A. All right? But then, the, okay, so for the conclusion, the skunk gets to about the dugout. It decides to go back down. So Wolf is now like scanning left to right, just, yes. just I mean, ogre style, big arms wide, right, because you got the backpack on, and he's looking, and then I, I have to say, I saw it. I saw a little skip-pull trap trap action when you got oh. to about right over here where you yes. thought, like, nope, 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 not going to get me. <laughs> tip, tip, toe. <laughs> now, I have completely sworn off a running. Yeah. But that's as close as I've come to that, breaking that, into a run that, that, since I yeah. retired. That 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 was a brisk jog for about thirty feet. It, it was it was Maybe amazing. Maybe not even. Maybe, Maybe not, not even. even. I mean, listen, it's perspective. I, I'm seeing it right. from a distance. Right. So from I mean, a distance. But uh, but no, you finally made it in. So you gave me the courage. I said, well, you know what, Wolf can do it. You know, I'm going to do it. I came back for you. You know. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, I drove. I I came back down on there, and I came back for you and the boys, and you were gone. And it was Wax and some of the other guys were still there, Dale Lolly and so forth. And I I, I rode them out to. Oh wow, we got a bee yep. now. What's with the wildlife okay, here? Okay, hold on. Hold we're getting on. attacked by bees. We got problems and issues with skunks. Uh, you know what? He's Max is. Oh, he likes the Pepsi. That's what it is. Whoa. Nope. 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 Go away. Go away. Go away. All right. Oh, now he's right. Jacob, he's right in your face. <laughs> you got to show your ninja skills here and, and kill him, Jacob. Yeah, guess they come. All right. All right. Yeah, come on back. Boy, we're having problems with the wildlife around Wildlife here. does not like us right now. No, it, it's, it seems like it, you know. It's Skunks, bees, yellow yep. jackets. Oh, all flies, sorts of things. Yeah. Yep. We had the the, the fly the, plague yesterday. Of course, the, the groundhog didn't didn't mind us. Oh, the groundhog was cool. Yeah, he was cool. Was right around the corner, man. Yeah, he was just eating some flowers, and then he was like, oh, I'm time to go yeah. back in and get a nap. Exactly. I wonder if he's, like, friends with Mr. Skunk. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. He said, listen, there's these two guys. I, I know it's going to sound crazy. <laughs> but you want to have some fun. <laughs> yeah. Listen, just, just run across the field. Just see if they will run away. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll film the whole thing from, from my hollow. <laughs>
<laughs> you see one going, I want to see that fat boy run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to I think he's still got on. one left. I think he's got one sprint left. <laughs> oh, my. Been self. here since 86. I've seen him. I've seen him. <laughs> he was slow when he came, and he's slower when he left. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right. Max, we get over <laughs> the initial problems yesterday because that was problematic. That, that skunk, was, that skunk kept going back and forth. It was amazing. I had I, to maintain distance. At, at one point, I was like, I was like, he should just just come back, just come back. He was like, start over. <laughs> We're gonna rewind, rewind this whole thing here exactly. and get started. Oh man, but no, it was it, so. To, it, there was some levity in, in you know in the face of adversity. At that moment, there was a little bit of laughs yes. and jokes with, with uh, otherwise, you know, a tough situation. Obviously, the Steelers wanted to be out at Latrobe Memorial. They wanted to go out no and, and, and perform for the fans and have Friday Night Lights. And, you know, because I was because we were sitting on the bus. Yep. Alex Highsmith and Chase Claypool were sitting next to right. us, respectively. So you know, we had time to talk. And you know, I had an opportunity to talk to Chase because you know Chase has not been up here. Yes. For training camp, nope. he he was he was a COVID pick. I call it now. Yep. You know where they were at the stadium, and he was just you know he was excited. He didn't know what to expect, and so we're kind of talking back and forth about years past, and and so I was really excited because I'm like this is, is going to be his first practice. Yep. He was suited up. He was ready to rock and roll, and then, and then of and course, then, God had a different yep, plan. Exactly so. Uh, but but they it was just it was one of those things where you know you could tell guys were looking forward to it, and then you know wanted to see the fans because right because the first fifteen minutes of Friday Night Lights is going around the stadium signing for the fans. That's fun. It's and, and it's fun. just a fun experience to see a town that is completely in love and infatuated with 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 our team, and you know to miss that opportunity. You know I know I know there's other ways. To make up, you can come out to St. Vincent's next week and watch practice. But uh, but it was uh, it, it was so they made the best out of it. So then to have that happen, kind of kind of gave us a little bit of joy and then kind of a little down moment. Absolutely, you know. And thank so you, many, Wolf. <laughs> what's that? Because you were the object of our joy. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> object of joy and derision. You know? Yeah, you guys were rooting for the skunk. <laughs> I mean, no, not really. I mean, we were root- uh, yeah. we were rooting for a minor clash. Yeah. We weren't rooting for you to get sprayed or anything. I mean, we didn't want that. <laughs> Could you imagine if I got hosed? Oh, oh man! I, my my dog Jake. I have a, a Doberman that uh, he got hosed one time, and I'm telling you what you want to talk about. Oh, did that smell? <laughs> oh, did that smell? Poor Jake. That yeah, big old tough Doberman. He was. Well, was, yeah, because I think it's in your eyes. It's over with. Oh. So well, even just, just smelling just, yourself, yeah, even well, dogs. I mean, can you even smell yourself if you've taken that much to the face? I mean, do you, or do you go, just go nose blind? <laughs> you can't smell like, anything. It's like a pepper spray or mustard yeah, yeah, gash. Yeah, exactly. Man. It's like, I'm just going to quit. I'm just going to quit. It's not worth it. Can't smell smells. <laughs> so here we are, high atop, uh, high atop the hallowed hills of St. Vincent College. You know, looking out over the women's uh, fantasy camp, football camp, being run down here on the artificial turf field. Max, I got to say, the uh, a depth chart has come out. Yes. All right? Got to take a look at the depth chart, the official Steelers depth chart, and we're going to talk about that when we come back because uh, we got to take a look around. You might, we might have some groundhogs and skunks around here, too. But we, we, we might. We're the good thing a, is we're on concrete. We're going to do a, a critter check. That's what we're going to do. All right, all right. Critter all sweep. Right. Critter sweep. We'll be, we'll be right back with more after this. 
This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to training camp. Training camp is at St. Vincent College. Right now in front of us, you have the women's fantasy football camp going on. The Steelers are going to go to the south side today. Uh, they're going to get the, get it done. They're going to get their pads day today indoors down on the south side, and uh, it'll be important. I would expect a high-velocity practice today, Max. I think there's a lot of guys that, you know, we're, we're <coughs> teeing it up last night, getting ready to rumble a little bit on the Friday night lights, but, you know, had, had to put a little squash of moto to that. Uh, the weather did, so you're going to get it, kind of pull this baby out and get after it today. Yeah, you got to make up for it, right? I mean, yep. because this is the this, these are talking about those those few opportunities you get to really put yourself on display to make yes. a splash with the coaches, and you miss that opportunity, and you get you miss in, in, in a good forum spectacle, right? Right. You don't get that opportunity, so you're going to expect it down in the south side. Uh, the fields are just, I mean, they're just waterlogged. I mean, you know, yes. you, you just looking at it. I'm watching Coach John Mitchell do his normal walk before before um, walkthroughs. Yep. Around you can see him like tiptoeing and teetering because it's just it's just soaked. I mean, I know we have women's camp, but women's camp is going on on the on the turf field. Right, the artificial turf. Yeah, the field. artificial, so it makes it a little bit easier to perform on. But as far as the grass fields, they're just done. So they're going to move it down to the south side to the indoor bubble. Where you can control the conditions. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Nice 72 climate controlled d- degrees there, my friend. That's right. Artificial turf and everything. So they're going to go down there and, and they're going to get a really good practice. And, you know, I'm looking forward to the live shots that we're going to get during the uh, training camp live show. Right. Um, to be able to watch it. And we'll still be up here um, doing the show at 2 p.m., but they'll be down on the south side. So get some good work in. And the good thing is the guys are close to home. So afterwards, they have Sunday off. They can get home just a little bit sooner. You can take an hour and 20 off of that. Um, family day was also planned for today. Mm-hmm. So that will be moved to a different date possibly um, for the family to come up to training camp and see the players. But as of right now, everything will go down on the south side. But we'll still be here. We'll still be here <laughs> kicking. We're not – hey, hey, we're not We're not stopping because no stinking storm. We don't need no stinking storm. No. You get, right now you got the field as one giant slip and slide. It you is. Know what I mean, it you is could tarp now. Boy, you can definitely you could, get some. Rain. Think about this: if you came down off that hill, oh, all right, you come cruising down off that hill and you hit the tarp here, you might really be able to lay out a world record slip and slide. I'm just saying, it, it looks great, and it, you know it's still wet, so you got you got just enough just enough frictionless surface, right? To right. Get a good, a good slide down. I wonder if you can go diagonal. Corner to corner of the football field, if you timed it up, that'd right. be interesting, you know. Because there, well, there is a little bit of a crown, so there, yeah. You, it, once you get over the crown, you get the downside. You yeah. know, you got to kind of think about that. That's about uh, sixty yards, though. Yeah, to get, I, to get the crown. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. that's that. Yeah, it, that it's might be too much. All Maybe right, jetpack. <laughs> we'll move along here because the Steelers have issued Mike Tomlin has issued the first uh, depth chart uh, that uh, for training camp because hey, the Tomlin NFL depth says. Chart. Yeah, it's as Mike T says. It's not worth much, you know. What I no. mean, you know. No. But he, he tells you to put a depth chart out. Right. You put a depth chart out. That's exactly it. And there are a few things where you go, hmm, ha, as Myron might say, a couple yeah. of questionable things. Not questionable, but things that may might have surprised you. But let's start off with a wide receiver because the man signed a contract. He's back in camp. Deontay Johnson, of course, is one of they, this is eleven personnel, meaning you got one. 
tight end. You got one full back. I'm sorry, one back. And three, yeah, three wides. Okay, three I was wide wondering what you're signaling with three. Three wides. It's training camp for us, too. Well, as you said, 11, it just it automatically clicked in my head. Three wide receivers. Yeah, three wide. Yeah, yeah so, so I that, that just, was a reflex. I wasn't looking at you to give you, like, a clue. It was just me looking down and going, okay, this is three. I thought it was a high sign. You yeah. know, like Ben used to tug on his face mask. Yeah. And that would be a high sign to Mike Wallace back in the day or something, uh-huh. you know, to go long. So I thought you were giving me a signal. and you, you know. No. 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 Okay. No. no. I'm. Ju- I'm just counting. Did you ever, did you ever uh, give the Henway call to a young rookie offensive lineman? No, I did not. Never gave him the hit. What is the Henway call? Henway. What, what, oh Henway? God! Yeah. Oh. About two pounds. Oh, I can't. <laughs> oh, I got him, Jacob. I got him. I got uh, him. He told me this too. Henway like, call. Ah, Henway. Oh man! Oh. And you, you slipped right into it, my friend. I did it again. <laughs> Don't. Don't. Gosh. Okay. All right. Moving along. Yeah, moving along. Wide receivers. We got we got other personnel, three wide receivers. Yes, we got Deontay Johnson, who just signed a nice contract, and I think it was beneficial for everybody. Certainly beneficial for Deontay coming back, getting into the lineup, because you know, you gotta get some reps with whoever the quarterback you're gonna get, you know, be working with. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. But I mean, no surprise there that Deontay would be listed as first. And then when you look behind him, it's Anthony Miller, Gunner. Yes. Gunnar Oslewski, Calvin Austin III, and Tyler Sneed. I mean, are we surprised? I mean, that, it's pretty much... Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Uh, seniority based. I would say yes. <laughs> yeah. That's that would be yeah okay. But yeah. Anthony Miller is a guy who's been lightening up a little bit. He has, you know, he has. No, I've seen him it's work. Not as much smoke and mirrors. What do you mean? Well, because remember we're talking about how the the depth charts, the depth chart. Yes. But I feel like that's legit. It was all. I'm yes. Saying. Yes. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Okay, yeah. I, I, I'm following you. Yeah. I didn't know if somehow there was you know you're making a bigger point. No, there was no bigger point. Okay, we haven't had games yet. Okay, very much. Yes. Yes, let us. <laughs> we can start off by saying we've not had any games yet, so this is uh, obviously a very fluid depth chart. But certainly, you got to look at Deontay Johnson. He's going to be number one, no doubt. But Anthony Miller, like I said, he has shown up, made a couple of plays that it, um, you know you, you notice them when you get guys at the end of the play. They got the ball in their hands and they're making people miss. And he made a nice catch after a nice little route run. You know, you go, hmm, okay, I, I'd like to see that. Well, and, and the other added benefit is. He's been with, he's been with Mitch Trubisky in Chicago. Yes. So it, it this is where you see where rapport pays off. Yes. And I have to believe that if you're the guy in the first hole at that receiving position, Mr. Deontay Johnson. Yes. You saw that every day in practice, and mm-hmm. you're like, I need to get something like that going. Yes. With whoever's going to be the starting quarterback, because it looks good when you're on the same page. Big things happen. Trust happens. You build chemistry with each other. You build, you build that that unspoken language of yeah. If you don't run fast down the sideline, I'm I'm, I'm chucking this thing at you. Type of type of relationship. Well, it's what we refer to as ESPN. You know, you got that uh, mental yeah, that telepathy is true. thing that going is on. True, and now there's plus. So you know, <laughs> just opens up a world of possibilities. 
<laughs> I knew you wouldn't miss that one, yeah, baby. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I think that cleared the, the center field wall by yeah. a large amount. Okay. Yeah, 434 easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Anthony Miller. We got Gunnar Oshuski. All right, the Gunner. The Gunner. I right. wish they provided a phonetics I know. on here. I think it's Olszewski, but I'm not sure. It could yeah, be Olszewski. I know. There's, a S, there's, a Z. there's too yeah. many consonants together. Yeah, I don't understand similar. that. How do you do that? And who yeah. was the first one that, that spelled their last name like that? Yeah. I mean, Gunner should he should check that out. You know, He needs to go ask his ancestors. Really, of all the options? Yeah, I think they'll get, be Couldn't get Smith. Yeah. Couldn't get Smith. <laughs> Jones. You know, something just easy. Something very easy. Yeah. But what I do know is you get performance with this guy. Watching him, he's a better wide receiver than what I anticipated. I knew about his Pro Bowl years as a return man. He's got a lifetime average over 12 or 13 yards, something like that. I mean, this is a guy that uh, is capable. Uh, Danny Smith calls him fearless. Says he's the most fearless guy that he's had around as a return man. You know, uh, I'm not sure that that's exactly the smartest thing, but fearless probably benefits you greatly as a return man. Yeah, fearless does because it allows you, and I think that's why he's popped for us on tape. Yes. It's because he's going to go make the contested catch in the middle. And he did. And he's done it repeatedly. Shallow drags in front of linebackers, you know, in between the safety and the nickel. I mean, he's made some very tough – and you have to think you credit his years as a punt returner, right? Yes. When you stare down the barrel (laughs) – And you still got to you still got to a make the play of catching the ball, and then b make a make a football move after that. You know, that that gives you that gives you a little bit of confidence. And he's been showing it how that translates into the pass game. He's not a huge guy, but he makes himself big and available. And quarterbacks have been spotting him, and they've been putting it right on him. And he's caught everything. You know the interesting thing. I think he he demonstrates this too, and I, I'd love to talk to him about it because Louis Lips, the great Louis Lips, who was uh, Hall of Honor recipient, wide receiver for the Steelers. Which he was signing autographs yesterday yes, before yes, me. Yes, yeah. down there. And, you know, Louie was a, a record-setting punt returner when he first came to the Steelers. I mean, he set a lot of records as a rookie. Uh, one of the things that he did so well was as a punt returner, his ability to focus on the ball, to take a picture of guys coming down, focus on the ball, take a picture against, you know, snapshot, Find the ball, snapshot, find the ball. He's looking between the ball coming down and the, the the cover scheme coming at him. You know, he was very good in that. It was it was really – he was like poetry in motion watching him. That's something that is I – th- I, I think that's got to be one of the most difficult things to learn is how to take that snapshot, get back on the ball, and then get back to the snapshot so you have an idea of who's near, who's thundering, who's coming at you like a heat-seeking missile – and uh, what are the opportunities to return something? Absolutely. I mean, and you think about Gunner. Gunner has to watch out for the Gunners. Yes. Good point. Gunner yeah, versus yeah. Gunner. Gunner versus Gunners. Gunners. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, when you look at that, it's just it, – it is one of those things. And, you know, obviously in practice there's opportunities when you're in the regular season. Guys want to joke around, oh, I can catch punts. <laughs> and, 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 you, and you go and you try and catch. Have you ever tried to catch one off the – yeah, off the jugs. Yeah, no, that's, that's near impossible. I, I did it one time. One time. No, I, I took a I, lot of attempts though. I I attempted one yeah. time. Oh, okay. No, it hit me right in the face mask, and I never did it again. <laughs> you know, I I, I I thought I was good, and then you're judging the nose, and then the nose starts to get a little bit wider. Right, it's not as spirally. It's not as tight. Yep. yep. And I'm like, okay, I got it. I got it. I'm trying to catch it in the bread basket. Right. 
Caught it right in the dunk. Oh, man. Yeah. You know, I did one of those when uh, warming up on a Friday. Uh, jumped in with the wide receivers. Terry Bradshaw's looping, you know, just loosening his arm up, throwing little, little like, uh, go-routes, lobs, you yeah. know. And uh, so everybody's catching me. I run down there, and it donked off my helmet. Bradshaw fired me. Oh. I wasn't, allowed, I wasn't allowed back in with the wide receivers. He said it was it was disruptive to his concentration See, and, his, and, his, and yeah. his ability to have faith in his receivers. Exactly. You're messing up the flow. <laughs> you're messing up. You can't be the weak link in that one, Wolf. You're going to jump in. If you're going to jump in, you've got to perform. Yeah, you, you, you've, got, you've got to be the hardening agent. You've got to make sure you keep that loop together. You don't be the – hey, where did it loop off? Oh, Wolfly. You know, no, it's like, why are we better? Wolfly. See, that's, that's what you're trying to build. I'm yeah. jogging down that sidelines, looking good, man. I got my pads on. We're all set. I look back over my shoulder, you know, want to make sure I got that over-the-shoulder catch. And then it just, I don't know, I lost it somewhere in the last little bit. And that thing bounced a good, I don't know, it was like a good five, eight yards up in the air. It donked off my head. You, so you had a second shot at it. So you missed twice. Uh, That's I, what you're telling there me. There was no second shot. <laughs> the second yeah. shot was regaining vision. <laughs> What happened? I can't see anything. No, turn the bells off. No, I'm not in a church. I prayed already. Oh, no, but but you know it's funny. We actually used to, I in in college at University of Florida. That's yes. what we used to do. We used to play role reversal. Oh yeah. And so the the linemen would go and switch with the wide receivers oh, on Friday walkthroughs, okay. and we would run all the receiver drills. Oof. So. I, I, hey, I made all my catches. Well. Did you? I made all my – and, in fact, okay. part of my pregame ritual as a player here, before the games I would go out and I would I would throw the football. You know, I'd, really? I, I'd do my normal warm-up, but then right at the end I'd take about 10 minutes and throw the football. It used to be Matt Kranchick early on. Okay. And Cranny would, and then, and then I'd do it with Heath, and I'd do it with a couple other guys. but And then eventually it was just linemen. Yep. Uh, and so we'd do it, but it was it was like my exercise. Like I had to do it. It was a part of the routine. And a little so, superstition, little too. superstition. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, I can't, I can't miss, I can't miss this opportunity. I'm not going to mess up my my pregame routine because I felt like I had to win if I did. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the wide receivers. We've had enough we, talking we will. about. We will we talking will. about our us as wide receivers. Once again, we're we're, we're that good though. <clears throat> well, okay, you're, you're making me brag about myself. There we go. Let's my get it sophomore out there. year. We played Maryland, okay, at Syracuse okay. University. We go down to play Maryland. We're, we're there, and we would play on Fridays. It was That was our walkthrough day in the opposing stadium, okay? We'd have yeah. a, and we'd have fat man football, which was 20 yards, and you had to be 275 or above, okay? Got it. I was lights out. Oh, I, was, I threw for three TD passes. I intercepted two. I picked sixth one. I was, I was unstoppable. Just unstoppable. Because you're exactly 274.5, and they just raised it up. <laughs> we only got to run you're 20 yards. Yeah, exactly. It was only 20 yards, but I was like, you were probably one of the lightest guys out there, too. <laughs> but it was only 20 yards. <laughs> it's like nothing. Yeah, exactly. But still, you still got it, yeah, though. You know? Yeah. I, I had that pick six, and, you know. And I mean, guys I, weren't really. Hey, it's, it's on the stat sheet now. Yeah, it is. It's on it the is. stat sheet. So, I, that was the high point of my quarterbacking slash defensive back type career. You know, uh, playing a two-hand touch. Well, it wasn't even two-hand. It was, you know, wave at each other. Yeah. <laughs> you got close enough. It's like, yeah, yeah, you, know, you, exactly. know, you know you're stopped. You know that was a tackle, right? <laughs> Just a quick slap on the shoulder. Yep, yep. You're yeah. done. You don't want to burn too many calories the day before a game, right? Absolutely so we got to be a little not. 
make sure you keep your legs fresh. So twenty yard a twenty yard field was <laughs> just enough. Just, just just enough enough. Just enough to get moving. Oh god. But these guys, one of the guys that, that can burn up a field, and we've seen it, is Calvin Austin the third. This guy is really lighting up, whether it's a, a screen that we saw, a now route that he'd take, and it looked like he took it to the house, although that was back in the lingerie league. Or the 65-yarder we saw that uh, was laid out by Mason into his hands yeah. along the sides. This kid is turning heads, is he not? No, he absolutely is. He's been one of my guys to watch. And, and I know, hey, he's a draft pick, and uh, you know you expect that from him. But it's still it, it's very tough for young guys mentally to get in there and be cool with making plays. I mean, it's not as easy as people think. And, you know, we have, we, I, I've seen plenty of draft picks who come in highly touted and they struggle. I'm yes. not, and I'm not going to put their names out there, but I mean, right. we watched them. It was during my tenure and I'm sure you had some during yours where, yeah. you know, the hype just isn't there. Well, the hype is not hype. It's reality. When you look at what Calvin Austin, the third brings to the table. So, don't be discouraged when you look and see he's fourth on the depth chart. It, it, that, that's where we talk about the smoke screen. Yes. We talk about, ah, this is only because he's young. He's a first-year guy. They're never going to put him up high. So that's the only reason you see that. But he has done everything to really get serious looks. And I would not be surprised if this young man has a helmet at some point this season. I agree with you. You know, I think about it. You, you know, whether it's a now route screen, whether it's the go route, whether it's the the uh, jet motion, I was about to say the jet sweeps. They bring they bring him on the jet motion sweeps, and and he he can get to that edge really quick. He chews up yardage like a like a lawnmower. Yes, yes <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> yes he does. Unless you put a skunk out there, and the skunk could hold him back. I don't, I don't know. He might outrun the skunk spray. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not us, but I think I, if I had to put my money on somebody on this roster, I'm putting it on Calvin Austin. I know it wasn't me, baby, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back with more. We're breaking it down. We got the depth chart. We're going to be taking a look at it. We're here at Steelers Training Camp. We'll be back with more. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, and I think Jacob made the point. Um, right now we're watching the grounds crew pull the tarp off the field. And I thought the tarp was there to protect the field. I don't know. What do you think, Max? Uh, I'm going with the theory that they need to go ahead and patch and resod while it's dry right now. You think? Okay. I think that's what it is because when you look, there are certain spots on the field because the field conditions have been immaculate so They far. have been terrific. The grounds crew the grounds has, has, has kicked great. absolute butt. So I think this is one of those moments where they're like, okay, we've got to uh, got, got, got to make some repairs before the next downpour comes in. So it's a dry time right now. So let's go ahead and get on top of it, lay down the seed. You know, the, right? They look, they, you know, they walk around looking like Johnny Appleseed out there. Yes, yes. Spraying, spraying a little bit because you know, <laughs> got to keep the turf clean. It's just, just like any good green at any good golf course. You know, you got to make sure the greens are, are are manicured and good, and there's no patches. True. So they're going to go out and they're going to make sure that they uh, they get those things squared away. So you got to love it. I mean, it, it, it's a uniform outfit out here. It is. They do a great job. Look at marching as one in unison, pulling this tarp back. I've helped out with the, the grounds crew before. I was a couple of days ago. I was doing. You can get hosed, man. I mean, there's a lot of water that you got to 
wipe off of there before yeah. you can even. That's a heavy thing to be pulling on that tarp. Well, and, and you see that, I mean, half guys are going with the barefoot technique. Right. Oh, that's a good move. the other half. I should have done shoes. that. You yeah. should have went barefoot. I should have gone barefoot. Yeah, yeah. that, that, uh, that might have helped out a little bit. Okay, here we are. We, uh, have, we're breaking down the Steelers depth chart, which Mike Tomlin released um, today, and uh, we're getting a gander at, wow, getting some air underneath that tarp, too. That looks good. Good yeah, hang time. You, know, uh, you get a little hang time by the one guy. He's very light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> flying squirrel. <laughs> yes. The flying squirrel. And the last guy is the wide receiver. We, we've said Deontay Johnson, Anthony Miller, Gunnar Olszewski. Uh, you got Calvin Austin the third, and Tyler Snead, who is a, one of two Tylers. You got Tyler Snead, Tyler Vaughn. Both Tylers have shown up at various points in time uh, as a slot type receiver, a, a shorter guy, that sort of thing. But they've had their moments. They have had their moments, and they kind of have you know the young Hunter Renfro body type, slot type. Yes. Okay. And uh, you know, undersized guy, but just high volume catchers. And you could see that they're guys that can run everywhere on the route tree. They're just running it from a shorter vantage point. Because um, I've definitely confused them a couple of times. I was like, oh, oh, great job. Oh, nope, nope, nope. That, that's not him. It's not him. Got to go, go back to the roster. Nope. Other guy. Don't say Gunner. It's Tyler. <laughs> it's Tyler. Yep. Yeah, it's not him. The thing about Gunner is you know Gunner's out there when, when he, he crashes into people. The guy is like a crash test dummy. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's one of those guys that seems to draw, I don't know, some sort of action all the time. You know, some, I don't know. Some whether guys are magnets. Yeah. Some guys yeah. are magnets. But he is a tough guy. I like watching him operate. All right, let's go to yeah. left tackle, my friend. Dan Moore Jr., Joe Haig, and Chaz Green. That's first, second, and third. Dan Moore, of course, young man, had a very good uh, outing as a as a rookie. Yes. Uh, had his moments where things got a little tough. Has had some situations where his footwork has been a little suspect, got him in trouble when his feet get together, hips get high, you get bold, that sort of thing. Timing his punch so you get extension versus bench pressing him off your chest. That's been another issue. But he's working through it, and he's making progress. He looks studly strong and is having a good camp thus far. Yeah, Dan, Dan has done a really good job on really cleaning up his uh, his stance and his, pre, his pre-snap alignment and footwork mm-hmm. that's been that's been something that has been key that i've noticed throughout camp i've gone back i've watched film just to just, you know just to see okay where's the improvement i see he's gotten to where he's in a nice balance in his preset he's not guessing he's not changing his stance right. based on opponent or whatever down in distance it looks the same carbon copies and that's what you need to have and that, that and that also breeds confidence that means he's more confident at that position with his stance, and that allows for him to be more powerful, allows him to think less. If I can boom, if I can just unconsciously get into my position and know I'm in the right position, now I get to focus on all the other stuff. Opponent, tendencies, defensive coverages, how are, how's the secondary moving, pre-snap. I'm taking in different information. As opposed to focusing on self, I'm focusing on the external stuff that's going to make self look better. And that's a that's a progression sign that you like to see, especially in a second year guy playing that position. You know, the funny thing that this reminds me, you're talking about the stance. We were in um, we were in what Thousand Oaks, California. We were pre- prepping for a playoff game, and uh, we'd been out there for a week before because it was like January and it's like cold back here. We're playing no. the Raiders. Yeah. Oh no, uh, no, was it really? Really? So you don't say. <laughs> Tunch gets out the bus. It's the day before the game, and he goes. I can't believe it, man. He goes, here I am. I'm, I'm, 
we're getting ready to play the game. Chuck is messing with my stance. He's telling me I'm tipping my stance. He goes, it's the same stance I've been using all season long. And now the day before the game, he's changing my stance. Well, I'm sitting off to one side on the bus, right? Tunch is in the, across the aisle from me. And I, I wasn't paying attention and looking around. All of a sudden, I see Gary Dunn, who was sitting right in front of Tunch, who happens to be a very massive guy, you know, 300-plus nose yeah. tackle. He's sitting in front of Tunch, and he starts sliding down in his seat, you know. And now he's sitting right in front of Tunch. And wouldn't you know it, Chuck is sitting in front of in front of Gary Dunn. And, and Dunny, Dunny slides down so Tunch can see him. And Chuck hears it, and he turns around and goes, I'm just trying to help you. And Dunch was, <laughs> and I thank you very much. <laughs> oh, is that a bad move? Oh, that was oh. a Debo move right there. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Dunn was, la- oh. he was he was trying not to laugh hysterically. He's just bent over. Oh, but, oh he man. had Tunch had no idea Chuck was right in front of. Him. Oh man, that, but that, that that but it's funny that he's trying to help him at the same time. Is <laughs> putting him right in the crosshairs at the same time. Yeah, you know, you know, because Gary's like. Yeah, I'm not getting in the middle of this. Let me just go ahead and I'm not at exit all. Exit stage yeah. right. Yeah, exit stage right. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Tunch just goes, oh, no. Oh, it was funny. But, okay, yeah. yes, Dan Moore, like you said, he's made improvement Progression. in all areas. Progression. Progression. Um, experience. Uh, he's getting into his man strength years. You know, this is yeah. a time where, you know, the young man strength is now getting more and more mature. And uh, it certainly is going to be. Uh, it's going to be compounded by the fact that he's got more experience and game brains to dwell on. You know, I mean, he has a whole to, season. Yes. To, I mean, because normally a lot of times, and, and this was my experience, right? You know, my my first year, I was I was kind of the swing. I was a swing tackle. Yes. So I swung from left to right. Yes. Interior position. Heck, I mean, hell, my first start was uh, was at left guard uh, at the end of the season in Buffalo when Fanica, you know, Allen was like, uh, "Yeah, go ahead, Rook. Go ahead. You got it." <laughs> what? What do you mean? I what do you mean? I got it. Yeah. No. 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 Was we that, saw, we was that Debo's number, first start. That was Debo. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was so Debo's that, first that start. That was you, Debo, and then somebody uh, else made a well, start. Chucky Akobe started in place of Jeff Hardy. Okay. Yes. Charlie Batch started in, in place of Ben. Yep. Yep. Um, for that game, and so it was just like it was just like re- really, really. That really? game. That game was so funny because of one thing I remember. Of course, that was you know Buffalo needed to win. Steelers didn't. You yeah. guys arresting some people. But I'm standing around the 35-yard line, and Bill Cower comes down, and the Bills are coming out of their end zone. Uh, they're in the huddle, and Debo is standing about the, the four-yard line or so, and Bill comes down and he starts screaming, James! You know how he'd scream <laughs> yeah, at him? Hey, hey, James! Yeah. And Debo doesn't even acknowledge him. Doesn't turn around. And I know, you know I mean? He, he, it's, he's not that far away. So, Bill moves closer to me. He's initially about the 45. He moves down to about near me by the 35, right? Yeah. James! Now Buffalo is, you know, still in the huddle. They're about ready to break. And he's screaming, nothing, nothing. Debo don't turn around. So now he gets, like, right next to me about the 30-yard line. He's outside the coaching box. And he screams, James! Now his, 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 his the neck, the, oh, yeah, you can the see vein. the veins the sticking veins out. The veins are all And he's got up. that, uh, you know, that, that whole uh, – 
you know, a little bit of uh, moisture coming out, you know, as it, going yeah, forward. Expectorant. As, yes, expectorant. <laughs> as he's getting, he's screaming. So he's, uh, and, and, and he screams, James, like this. And then he goes, finally, like an exasperation, he goes, I know you can hear me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And Tebow never turned around. Never gave him the satisfaction. No, never gave him that satisfaction. That was, no. But, you know, that was that was James. That that was James. And, and, he, and he knew the assignment. Yes. So, so, you know, Cowher's going for the reassurance, right? Yep. Oh, I want him to know what you know what I'm thinking. But James, like, I know what I'm thinking. Yeah. And trust me, what I'm thinking is a lot worse than what you're thinking, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got no business out here now. I, I was like, listen, you don't want inside this mind. I'm giving you plausible deniability right now at this point. <laughs> All right, so we got Dan Moore at left tackle. We got Joe Haig backing him up, who I think did a good job last year. Every time he was asked or called upon to uh, put some reps in there, be it at guard or tackle, he, he acquitted himself well. Yeah, well, hey, listen, Joe can get you out of a pinch. Yeah. You know, I think that, and I think that's the biggest thing. He's a very versatile offensive lineman. Been there, done that type of guy who knows exactly what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. So you you you, you see this and you're just like, yeah, business as usual. Joe Haig is that, – that, that, that's your steady Eddie type of dude. Yes. Um, so, I mean, no surprise there with him backing up Dan Moore, especially at that ever so crucial left tackle position. No doubt about it. Of course, Chaz Green is in the mix there as well, and he's a veteran, and he's doing veteran things out here. I mean, that's really yeah. the, the best thing you can say for him. I know, and he went to the University of Florida. So, yeah, okay. He's, so be, he's I'm dealing with it. Yeah. Dealing with it. <laughs> dealing with it. <laughs> All right, we have left guard. We have the big battle there, and that is Kevin Dotson and Kendrick Green. And there was no, no, no backups. No backups. <laughs> yeah, no backups. They are the backups. Yes, Whoever loses, them, you're the backup. That tells you exactly. <laughs> and, of course, you know what? Uh, Kevin Dotson is an extremely strong dude, very powerful drive blocker. I thought he's he, he does well in pass protection. Kendrick Green, again, a very explosive guy. Uh, one of those guys that can pull, get out on a search and destroy, get the job done in a big way. Uh, again, I, I'm still – I still stipulate I'd like to see him get reps at center. I, 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 I just watch so much of him, and I always have thought if he had enough time, this kid could develop into a top-flight center. But right now the decision is you're going to go at left guard, and whether it's center or left guard, he's going to be in the mix somewhere because if nothing else, this kid can finish. like He's the best finisher out there on the offensive line. Yeah, he, he, he brings a certain pace and a certain, uh, dare I say it, skill set. Yes, you know, to 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 the offensive line, a mindset, um, but there's still some technical things he needs to clean up at the guard position. He still tends to have some tendencies where you know he te- he tends to kind of kickstand that left leg at the left guard position when he's either getting driven back or there's some type of angle, and so you can kind of you know when you kickstand that means you're fully locked out at the knee. Yep. So that can that can cause you to lose some momentum, lose some power trying to do that, taking on you know a couple of. Uh, couple of bull rushes where he'll kickstand as opposed to kind of, you know, we're taught to kind of hop and sink. Yep. Um, you know, kind of get your feet out, get a little bit underneath to regain leverage. He kind of still kind of kickstands at that moment where he yep. wants to stick that left leg in and kind of, you know, kind of prop the guy up, kind of tent, we call it tent posting, right? Right. Trying to hit the tent post on him. And, you know, these defensive linemen that we have are just are, are so good and athletic, they're going to pick an edge and kind of get take advantage of that. So, it's something he still has to kind of clean up. But like you said, you can't teach aggression. You can't teach physicality. And you just can't teach a finish. And he has that innately. So it's just really some technical things that can be cleaned up 
for him to real to really allow him to shine. You know, the thing about it is, if you're going to play guard, I would be taping my hands. You know, here's yeah. I understand, son. You don't want to tape your hands. I mean, you got to keep your hands clean so you can handle the ball and exchange with the quarterback, shotgun snaps, what have you. But when you're a guard, I mean, when you trap, you run and you throw your hands like we used to anyhow, like you're punching as you make contact. Yes. I mean, that's literally what you want to do. So you want to just make sure you can knuckle up on anybody. And bare hands at the guard position is not a good idea. No, no, th- 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 this, this is this is not um, – Oh, I was about to make, I was about to make a, uh, Never a reference to a movie, but I'm not going to do it right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this this is this isn't Kimbo Slice bare knuckle boxing right. in the backyard. Good point. You know, th- 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 this is you have material, and as a guy who, if you've seen my hands, knows the the value of doing that, of having it buddy taped. Um, I have I have a middle finger that's right. definitely as short as my as as my as my ring finger right now, and I have another it's a funky- one. John Elway's got nothing on you. No, he you doesn't. You know, that Dupa, Dupatrin's think, contraction type thing, I man. Mean, you, I mean, yeah. Baldy's, his pinkies. Yeah, that thing's, that thing's really, I really mean, bad looking. I mean, he could take that into geometry class and, and probably yeah. ace, ace yeah. some tests yeah, it's, without it's, any material. That's like a square, you know. Yeah, straight mm. 90. You know where 90 degrees is with him. Yeah. So – but um, but yeah, you've got to buddy tape those those interior fingers because, like you said, you know, I I wasn't I was I, I mean I played a little bit of guard, but I wasn't a guard full time. But I did pull a lot. You know, we had yep. a lot of outside toss cracks, yep. a lot of outside screens where you know you're getting out and you're taking that first guy on or you're taking the alley, and you've got like you said, you've got to, you've got to kind of forklift yep. and just throw everything the, throw is those a forklift for an, I mean, yeah. especially when you get inside, and that's one of the things that I. You know, we we can expand on this all like crazy, but you know yeah. we got to roll on because we got the rest of this, the the, the death chart to do. But yeah, uh, you know, there's to, in my mind, Kendrick can help himself so much so in taping his hands because or putting on gloves yeah. and then using a little bit of tape. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just, not it's, there's, there's when no, I say tape, I mean no set, there's no I mean sand. gloves. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, well, glove and then buddy taping on top yeah. of it, right? Because you want to make sure you keep those joints yes. um, together as much as possible because you don't want to have. No. What I have on my right hand. No. <laughs> Spock, live long and prosper. Tunch yeah. could do that really good. Yeah, I could do it too. Yeah. It's just Yeah, you do. That's little, pretty good. It's, it's, a little, it's a little little arch. But that's this, a big one, this one's better. This yeah, one's that's better. nice. It's got a nice V to it. Yeah. All right, moving along here. We got the center. We got Mason Cole, JC Hassenauer, Chris Owens. Oh, yeah, we got we gotta go to break. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Way to way to flag me down, Max. Good L- job. Listen, I, I I am here to be your wingman, okay? You, man, oh man, that was a great job. That's right. You know, hey, listen, Viper's over over our six, okay? okay we gotta we make got sure we that. shake Viper, okay? Okay, that's right, because we're Maverick and we're oh, who's the Maverick, other we could be Goose. Okay, Goose. Goose. All right. <laughs> we're gonna go. We're not ejecting though. We're <laughs> no, not ejecting. We're Just not ejecting. You know, we're not ejecting. When I come back, I'm going to tell you about Tunch riding one of those F-16s. We'll be back with more from training camp after this. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. 
What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 